Hey, everybody. Uh, Corey Pointexter here with your boy. Hi. And we just finished watching this week's Monday Night Raw, putting up the episode for last week. Uh, quick editor's note. We totally forgot in my notes. Uh, I had a whole thing written up about the final deletion. Uh, so we don't mention that in the intro, and we didn't mention it in the episode. But just real quick, thoughts on the final deletion. Did you enjoy it? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I think they managed to do a decent job of bringing the same wacky energy from impact over uh i mean it definitely helped that they had a lot of the same creative minds uh working on the project but uh wwe did not tamper too much with it they really kind of hit a lot of the same uh ridiculous notes that we uh have come to expect and love out of uh crazy woken slash broken matt hardy so uh i think they did, did some good stuff I also very much enjoyed it. We got to see Dilapidated Boat and Vanguard 1 and Senior Benjamin. Uh, Bray Wyatt disappeared at the end of the match, so it leaves a big question looming over the air of what happens to Bray Wyatt. I hope that they personally keep him off of TV for a while. I would like to not see him show up at WrestleMania and interfere in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royale, um, which is where we think Matt Hardy's going. Well, he announced but, it on Raw tonight. But this is last week's episode. Yeah, well, we well, just watched Raw, so we're, yeah. We're not going to be stupid and not... Pretend okay. like we didn't just so I, watch the show. So I don't I don't want to see Bray Wyatt show up and fuck with that at all. I'd like for him to take a break, not even backlash, just wait a while, come back with a new character and see what happens with that. Overall, I also very much enjoyed the match, and the numbers seem to show that it was popular, If even if a lot of people maybe thought it was weird. It definitely it held a lot of viewers according to the ratings. The YouTube clips have gotten a lot of views. More on the videos with Jeff and them, but still... Uh, also, we saw Jeff Hardy come back as Brother Nero in a fleeting cameo in the video. Yeah, he was in there for like 15 seconds, if that. It was more like two. It was very quick. And then he was like in the background for a shot or two. Um, but overall, I had a lot of fun with it. I uh, thought it was great. Um, the Scooby-Doo moment was super weird, but that's part of what I loved about it was that it was weird. To the whole segment where he was... Doing the slow fucking chase scene on the lawnmower, I was the dying. mower of lawns. I was dying. It was it was a uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. Somehow I, I left it out of my notes when we were recording the episode this week, but I would be remiss if we didn't at least talk about it briefly. So this will just be the head of the podcast and uh, enjoy the show, guys. Hey everybody, it's Corey Pointexter here with your boy. It's your boy. Is Bob Fackity. And today on the Small Package Show, Daniel Bryan is back in ring action. Yes. He also got destroyed by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who are now fired. Yes. Uh, John Cena, please don't fight Kane at WrestleMania. We would hate that. Yes. Also, what is WWE going to do with Big Cass when he comes back? Yes. Also, Roman... You deserved it. All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Hit them with it, Bob. Yes. 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 Might sound a little different today. We're not recording at my place. We're recording at Casa de Rob. Hello. Casa de today. Yeah, no trains over here at Bob's house. So, uh, anyway, it's also weird during the podcast recording without wearing my headphones. Because usually I'm like tethered to the little. I mean, I can get you a pair of headphones. But there'll be nothing coming out that I won't be hearing podcast it's weird i'm like so used to while we're recording i'm wearing the headphones connected into my nice recorder and then but i'm tethered over there and it's like i have your voice right in my ear so even when you whisper shit into the microphone i can hear it like really close and so it's a little disorienting just having a conversation around my phone recording us i mean i can shout right next to your head when we do this no i don't think that's really conducive for a good podcast this is you shouting next to my face. Um, so, uh, real quick. Obviously, the big news. 
The uh, GOAT is back. Daniel Bryan has returned to in-ring competition, officially cleared by WWE officials. Officials. Officially officialed. Um, it's and, so official. And it's definitely great. Um, you know, I saw some people online that were kind of saying, oh, but we had some, that great retirement ceremony a couple years ago, and now it's just sort of like meaningless. And I'm like, uh, but the man's healthy and can wrestle again, so like, Right? Who gives a shit? We get Daniel Bryan back. Like why? Yeah, why are you more upset about the fact that now the retirement means nothing? He I can actually do it again later. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, so everyone's everyone's on cloud nine, man. Everyone's super ecstatic about D. Bryan being back. Um, that is the biggest news going on. Um, real quick. Uh, while we're still in the intro, before we talk about Raw and SmackDown 2 in depth, uh, next week we're going to try to do a special episode. Special! Uh, obviously, we will talk about the Go Home Raw and Go Home SmackDown. It is next week because the Go Home Raw and SmackDown, right? This week's not. should be next week. Uh, believe no. So. Maybe. At WrestleMania is April 12th. No, it's April 8th. Or. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's Okay, cool. so it goes like this. Today's the 25th. We are recording on the 25th of March. Exactly one week from today is Sunday, April 1st. I'm not joking. <laughs> and then exactly one week from Sunday, April 1st is Sunday, April 8th. So we are exactly two weeks out. Okay. So, but that so means, that means that we have this Raw and SmackDown, Raw and SmackDown on the second and third. Sure. And then so we have two yeah. more Raws, two more SmackDowns. Okay. So we'll probably we'll probably do also it. my twenty eighth birthday is in there too. We'll probably do it either this week or next week. Then, uh, depending on if we want to dedicate more time to the Go Home Show. Um, but either next episode or the episode after that, uh, we're going to sort of do a wrestle last year's WrestleMania to this year's WrestleMania storyline recap. So if you are a casual fan of wrestling, you don't watch it every single week and you'd like to know the intricacies of the stories that are going on with the characters, um, you know, be caught up for the WrestleMania feuds. We'll try to get you caught up with that in an episode. I'm also debating on doing a series of, of mini special episodes that focus on the storylines of specific characters. So that way, if you don't want to sit through an entire episode, I mean, that's probably that in and of itself is probably like an hour long episode catching up on the main stories of WWE. Um, if you don't want to listen to a whole episode about all of the WWE stories, but there are key wrestlers that you're a fan of that you'd like to, I'm thinking about doing some special episodes that just talk about single character or single tag team stories from last year's WrestleMania up to this one. So we'll have that coming up in the next week or two, uh, getting definitely amped up for Mania season. I already bought all the stuff to make gumbo at WrestleMania, so that'll be one nice big dish. Gets wings and pizza. It's going to be a good time. So uh, into, into this week's Monday Night Raw, uh, big takeaways from the episode. Uh, obviously, Roman Reigns was, giant air quotes here, suspended. Uh, he did show up, and Brock showed up in time to whoop Roman's ass. Uh, I don't know why the face of the storyline was hitting federal marshals, um, you know, hitting agents. That's not, <laughs> yeah, not, not really... Lawmen. Not really a face move, I don't think. Um... But, uh, yeah, so Roman was arrested for being in the ring and trespassing by... Also, marshals seemed a little a little excessive for what was happening. You know, I figured maybe sending, you know, local police, local sheriff. Uh, but, instead, yeah, no, instead we got federal agents and Roman beat them up. Uh, he was handcuffed in the ring, and then Brock decided to show up, suplexed him, destroyed him, left, came back, destroyed him again. Left, they put Roman on a stretcher. Uh, Came back, destroyed him on the stretcher. I mean, yeah, it was a, a evisceration. You know, Brock Lesnar making a point. Sure. Um, and that point is, he's going to be cheered the fuck out of 
even when doing really awful things. Uh, he he got a lot of cheers and thank yous. Also, Kevin Dunn turned the mics down a little bit, but when Roman was getting his like second dish of ass beating in handcuffs, the crowd started a "You deserve it" chant. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, this is our our face for the main event of WrestleMania." Beating up lawmen and then getting "You deserve it" chants when he gets beat the fuck up by the heel. It was kind of brutal. You could definitely feel some WWE executives' hearts breaking in the background. It was, uh, it is what it is. Uh, other big moments from the show. John Cena called out The Undertaker. Even though he already did last week, but whatever. I did enjoy the promo he cut this week. Oh, where... yeah, he grabs the beer and has another crowd. And... Oh, that was last week's one. Oh, that was last week. This week's one was the one where he called Undertaker a coward. Ah. He was like, you're a coward for not answering us. John knows how to get a crowd worked up he knows how to get them very amped up even the ones who don't like him um, and he there was a lot of hype dude and he got him you know and he said undertake you're a coward for not answering the call at which point kane came out and choke slammed john cena and i swear to god if we get kane versus cena at undertaker i'd almost rather john just sit at wrestlemania <laughs> and save time for other matches i imagine he's just facing kane in the build-up to him facing Undertaker at Mania. I mean, we hope. We very much hope. But I I also just hope that if we do get Taker Cena, that Taker's in ring shape. Because last year was rough. I mean, him versus Roman closing up the show last year was... Especially because last year's Mania was a big event. There was a lot of cool stuff that happened at that Mania. I was very amped up. And then going into that match, I was like, fuck, they're going to feed... Taker to Roman on his way out the door and then Undertaker just looked bad and then, you know Roman tried to carry that match but it, it was just hard you know well, um, according to uh, co-worker and friend of the show shout out to friend of the show Phil Martinez uh, who interviewed the Bruce Pritchard um, very you, cool you can read that uh, interview on newsweek.com yeah look it up um, but uh, according to Bruce Pritchard, The Undertaker, he just saw him recently, and he looked the best physically uh, that uh, Pritchard had seen him in five to ten years, I believe was the quote. I mean, that's great. So That's fantastic. I really hope that he is in great shape, because a Cena versus Taker match has a lot of promise to it. And I've heard plenty of fan books online over the last decade where people said the only way that Cena could turn heel would be in a match with The Undertaker. The stakes would be so high that if John Cena, maybe not full heel turn, maybe not full bad guy, I don't get, care about the kids or the rules anymore, Cena, but a Cena that bends the rules in and of itself, a mild heel turn, like a low blow, like we saw Brock get his you know mojo back against Taker. Mm-hmm. Um and it could happen. We've seen John Cena in these promos more frustrated he's been uh, on the SmackDown episode where he pushed the camera uh-huh. out of the way. Um, or was that the pay-per-view? That was the pay-per-view. AJ won. Yeah. And John Cena pushed the camera guy out of the way. I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't hold my breath on it. I would never, if I was a betting man, I would never, ever put a bet down on John Cena to turn heel. Ever. Even if there was like a lifetime bet where like Caesars in, in Vegas was like, oh, hey, we'll let you put down a bet right now. And if before the end of his career, John Cena turns heel, you'll win a bunch of money. I would not take that bet. I don't think that he will. It still has, has a lot of potential to be a high stakes match and also very exciting. We've not, we've not really seen them go one on one at a pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Um, I would love to see it. Uh, I would not like to see Kane. I hope this Kane thing is just biting time. It's It's gotta be. You say it's gotta be. We've seen them do feuds and storylines before where we're like, seriously? How many weeks did we get R-Truth versus Goldust not even fighting each other? I mean, they just do stuff sometimes. That's fair, I guess. It's, it's, it's possible. Um, Braun Strowman announced that they're forcing him to make a, have a tag team partner. But he has not announced one. We have two weeks left to figure it out. 
Uh-huh. I, for one, am still hoping and holding out hope that they don't make him get a tag team partner yes. or he gets a tag team partner and then destroys them in a one-on-one match so that they can't compete at Mania. Uh-huh. I think him being a solo tag team champion, it does two things. It does elevate Braun to a, a different tier. I mean, he's already the monster. He's already done crazy shit. We get that he's the monster in waiting, but... Uh, I think that it puts him at another level to be the tag team champions himself. However, that does kind of shit on your tag team division a little bit. A little bit. That your tag team champs. That two people can, no two people can beat one guy. Yeah, that would definitely not be great. Um, But he hasn't made an announcement yet, so hopefully in the next two weeks. uh, I think you and me discussed about how our hope is that he calls up Ellsworth. Oh, man. It, it, A, it's, you know, the perfect conclusion because Braun and Ellsworth basically made each other in one match. That's true. Um, B, Braun's kind of a face now, and you can bring back Ellsworth for that huge face pop. Oh, yeah. The crowd will go nuts. Uh, C, it still kind of allows you to have your thing of Braun basically by himself carrying the tag division. Right. Um, D, I saw people online saying how many hilarious spots they could do with it. Just like, you know, Braun doing everything he can not to have Ellsworth tag in to the match and just winning or... Braun actually like looking like he could lose and Ellsworth like do I do I do it do I and then he tags himself in and then he like gets in a move maybe he actually gets a win one match that could be fucking fun it could be it could be a lot of fun uh are there any other like front runners you see as uh, a tag team partner I think a boringly safe bet could be Elias. Just because they've been doing the whole feuding and now put them in a tag together. Put them in a tag! Yeah, I could definitely see them going that route because they've had this thing with Braun and Elias going, so having the, you know, the the dysfunctional tag team. It has worked sometimes. Look at Sheamus and Cesaro, current tag champs. Yeah, and also, Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane, was a very fun and effective tag team for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, and and I mean, I'm booking Ellsworth, which, again, is a t- kind of essentially dysfunctional tag team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. They haven't made any announcements. Do you think that they announce his partner before Mania? Or do you think that that winds up being a surprise... At Mania, hearing the music. If it's if it's, I, a, I imagine it'll be an At Mania. Who's it gonna be? Let's all see the entrance ramp. If it's a if it's an At Mania decision, it's gotta be someone who there, there would be no pop for it being Elias. If it's if it's Elias, it'll have to be announced before Mania because. People may not groan it, but they're not going to go, oh, this is the tag team we want to see. If it's at Mania, it's got to be either a big return like Joe or uh, maybe... Oh, God, can you imagine? Joe Stroman. Stroman. Joe. No one would take the tag titles. They would They would break New Day's record for longest reign would be my imagine. Um, Joe Stroman would be also dysfunctional because of Joe's ego. But, man, what a fucking monster team that would be, right? Uh-huh. But then, like, or it could be, like, a returning big cast, uh, which I wouldn't love. Yeah. I really wouldn't love that. No. I don't know what they're going to do with him because Zoe's gone, and solo cast didn't really work very well. I mean, he worked as long as his leg led him, which was a month. A, a month and a half, maybe. But, but even then, he wasn't. He was also healed. But he wasn't really getting enough adequate heat. It was more Zoe getting sympathy than it was Cass getting heat. Sure. But um, we also have never seen him work in a program outside of Enzo. That's also fair. Uh, but then maybe putting him in back in a tag team is not the right way to go. Probably not. Um, there's not really a ton. Of course, I have no idea what you do with the guy now. Like, 
with that with big gas no idea yeah i mean it's awkward also that theme he left with was atrocious but you cannot go back to soft yeah. ever you can't do that like you can't play the song right i don't think he, he has to even, get he has to get a whole new character like I mean, because shit. that was Enzo's thing more than it was Big Cass. Fucking repackage him, send him back down to NXT. Like maybe, it just sucks because it's like you can't. You also don't need him. Like how many yeah. big guys on the roster do you need? You already have Strowman. You already have Lesnar. Uh, Lesnar. You already have uh, Roman. Uh, uh, Roman, if you consider him a big guy. Yeah, I was gonna go with um, Corbin. Corbin, right? Well, I'm, it's also weird because the brand split. Harper and Rowan. Harper and Rowan. Uh, did we say Joe? No. Yeah, he's coming back soon. That he he counts. Um, for sure. It's in, it is interesting because I don't know what you do with him in that situation. I mean, I don't think and he's put, the weakest wrestler out of all of those names that we just mentioned, except for maybe Strowman. But Strowman, I don't know, a better character. I don't know. Strowman's also yeah, got no, a Strowman's lot a to- it, It's a toss up between them, but I mean, Strowman is by far the better character. The thing that and you, you don't have to yeah. cut, fucking repackage him into something completely different oh, yeah. to get away from his old shtick. The thing with Strowman is, since they changed his move set, he's it, he's definitely looked safer. There's not a lot of. I mean, obviously, we're not in the biz, so we don't actually know. You know, but. That that kind of cradled running power bomb is definitely a safer looking finish than than the stuff he used to be doing in his old moveset. It seems like a lot of his stuff is more flapjacks, yeah, reverse choke slam, or whatever yeah. it used to be. It, you know, his it it's a lot more like flapjacks. It's a lot more uh, just running running crossbody kind of stuff, running forearm stuff. Um, you know, and so Strowman is just man. I, every time we get into this discussion of where he used to be and where he is now is it's a completely different thing. But I don't know what you do with Big Cass because I feel like putting him into any kind of a tag team is also not a great option because it's only going to draw comparisons to him and Enzo. And Enzo was the mic. He's I, Cass got better at promos, but Cass was never the one to carry a promo segment. No. Um. At best, his best, most notable promos was him listing things. Well, he did cut one or two okay promos on Enzo. Yeah. But Enzo was there and helped kind of carry the segment. So I don't know what to do with Big Cass when he comes back. I really, honestly, your idea of sending him to NXT again, not terrible. I know some people think of that as like a demotion, but... Uh, the other, the other I think it's better to do okay in NXT than it is to fucking flounder on the main roster. That's very true. But the other thing he's here on about, your body and schedule too. The th- other thing to think about though is the fact that a lot of the times when we see guys repackaged, they weren't as prominent as they already were. You can't pretend he was never big cast. Yeah. You know, there are guys who get away with repackaging because no one remember like no one remembers Husky Harris. So the fact that he's Bray Wyatt is fine. He was Husky Harris for a while. He got sent back down for training. He was pulled from TV, even on NXT, for a while. And then he was brought back, like, months and months later, repackaged as Bray Wyatt. No mention of Husky Harris. But, like... Ziggler. Well. But... He's, like, one of the few that his repackaging is part of his character. Ziggler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... But that's the thing. He didn't. He he never pretended he wasn't what he was. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, are you referring to Ziggler repackaged as Ziggler? Are you talking about Spirit Squad? Spirit Squad. Yeah, but that, they keep mentioning. They they definitely have mentioned that. But it's like, but even then, in the Spirit Squad, it wasn't like his character was a prominent character by name. You know what I mean? It was he was part of the Spirit Squad, but that was five dudes, and so it's like. It's a little more tough with Big Cass because he's already had a singles. I mean, when I say singles run, it was more like a singles walk out the door and I broke my leg. But he still had a singles run. And he was a big prominent part of one of the biggest merch pushes that they had. So they can't just be like, oh, here's Giant Jeff. Like, that won't work. We'll be like, we know that's Big Cass. The crowd will chant Big Cass at him. And so, like, maybe you could do kind of like a monster type gimmick where he, like, goes away for a while and comes back and he's insane but also how many of those do we have on the roster right now bray 
the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, Matt and Jeff. Jeff's come definitely coming back, Brother Nero now because we've seen him as Brother Nero already. Like how many insane and Finn when he turns into the demon? How many of those characters do we have slash need? You know, like a big cast returns and now he's insane big cast who, you know, thinks he's a Sam Squanch. I, I don't know what you do with him. It's, it's really a fucked situation. Um, other big stuff from Raw. Uh, Ronda wasn't there. I don't know if they gave Snickers away to everyone again, but they showed a video package. I, for one, am okay with this. When they said Ronda will be on every Raw leading up to WrestleMania, I was like, God, know why. Keep a little mystique about her. Don't have her first match be not at WrestleMania. And what other promos does she need to cut? We already had the match announced. At this point, I say, keep her home. You know, more videos. That's fine. Video pipe, packages pipe, are fine. Pipe, pipe, Yeah. And then pay off. Yeah. And then at... And which, honestly, we bitch about it week in, week out about them ruining. A lot of people bitch week in, week out about them ruining and giving away matches on TV where it's like, who gives a fuck about this match when we've seen the two people in it fight every week for a month straight? And then like people are like, oh, we didn't get to see Ronda Rousey on Raw again. And I'm like, why? After Mania, of course. After Mania, I hope that she is a regular. Yeah. I hope that she does ev- like every Raw until Backlash. But... In the meantime, there's a little mystique about this. We haven't seen her in the ring yet. So seeing her fight for the first time with Kurt Angle against Trips and Stephanie, you know, granted, Stephanie is not a marquee opponent in terms of in-ring ability. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably just get to see some basic work and an arm bar or two. And mostly, I feel like the workhorses of this match are going to be Trips and, and Kurt. Well, sure. I feel like it's a glorified Triple H versus Kurt Angle match where Ronda will get the win on an armbar on Steph. That being said... No, it's going to be a dual armbar on Steph and Angle lock. On. That's even better. There you go. And then we can see Kurt feud with Ronda over who got the actual submission. And her be like, I fight men and women. Wouldn't that be something? If she was the new China, if Ronda was like... I'm going after Brock or Roman, whoever has the title coming out of Mania. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be weird, but I'd like it. I think it'd be fucking crazy as hell. It could be fun. Imagine if she never went for the women's title. If she was like, no, no, I'm just going for the title. I I want to be the WWE champ. Smash the patriarchy! No gender titles! It'd be fucking weird. Uh, no gender titles? No, that too. None of them. No gender titles. No gender titles. No Tinder titles. Um, we also got confirmation that uh, all of our erotic fan fiction is coming true and that Seamus and Cesaro sleep together. So there's oh, that. Grow up. They sleep together in the same room. This is a fun little promo. Uh, the Bar won a match against... I don't even remember who they beat. They beat somebody. And... Uh, and and uh, Not The Bar. The Revival beat somebody and announced that they will be in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royale and that they will be the first tag, first team, tag team to win. To win it? Kind of a whimper out of a roar in that. Well, yeah, because everyone goes, how the fuck does that work? Well, not only that, but it's like when they beat their opponents and they got the mic and wanted to cut a promo, I thought they were going to say, like, it's bullshit that we're not in the tag team title match and we're going to we're gonna beat Braun Strowman to try to get our title, whatever. I thought that's where they were going with it. It was something about the title. And uh-huh. instead, when they're like, we're going to prove that we're the best by winning the match that is probably on the pre-show. And it just kind of was like, okay... But also winning a singles competition match. Like, that's saying we're going to be the first tag team to win the Royal Rumble. And you go, no, no, you aren't, because that's not how the that match That literally works. never happened. That <laughs> cannot happen. how the match works. <laughs> By definition of the match, two people cannot win. Unless they, like, both dangle. Like, they both skin the cat together. And then they just... <laughs> purposely fall at the same time they're like we are the winners i mean it won't happen but 
Who knows? A, a tag team can dream. Um, other big moments, Miz cut a, a fierce little promo on Prince, as he said, Nevitt, Nevitt. and Tyler Black. Uh, I love when the Miz breaks the fourth wall a little bit. Him saying that they're the kings of the bingo halls and armories, but they're they're going up against the greatest IC C champ of all time. Not gonna lie, I feel like the, that both Balor and Rollins could do a lot for the IC title with a good reign. However, I really and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Miz fanboy. I really want the Miz to retain and break that longest IC streak. I mean, at this point, if you look statistically, yeah, the IC belt is the Miz. Away. Yeah, he's a couple weeks away. If he if he beats it at Mania, he'll he'll break the streak. They could do a big celebration thing on Raw with it. And also, the other thing is, is if you like I said, if you look at the numbers, he is the IC belt. The only other person who I think is even close to him in terms of number of reigns and days, like Dave, days, uh, um, like all together aggregate held cumulative. cumulative. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, is uh, uh, Jericho. Jericho also has had a lot of IC runs over a lot of days. But, I mean, the belt is the Miz's at this point. And I do think that he has elevated that belt. He makes it feel important, and other people wanting to get it from him makes it feel important. Um, I do hope that at some point... But yes and no, because nobody has really wanted the belt from him. I can't remember any time in recent memory where anyone has been like, I'm coming for that belt, Miz. Well, Balor and Rollins now. Yeah, but like, it almost feels like that's more kind of consolations for them. Maybe. Where they're like... We didn't get the Universal. Right, because we didn't get the Universal title shot. Balor worked his ass off to get into the match to get a Universal title shot. And now it's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just go for the... I see belt. I see belt now that. Yeah. And it's just like I kind of I kind of want Miz to hold it for another couple weeks, break the break the record and drop it. But also part of me wants to get it off at him as soon as possible because now that Dana Bryan is back, I really hope that they move him at some point somehow into a program with the Miz. Because these two have such a rich history together, all the way back to the original NXT when it was still a reality show. Mm-hmm. And Miz was uh, Daniel Bryan's, you know, big brother yeah. in that show. To the Miz stealing the it kicks. To the Miz's, you know, talking smack promo he cut a year or so ago. Uh-huh. I really want to see a program between these two. Um, I think it could be great. I just don't think I don't think that there's I don't think that they want to put Daniel Bryan back into the IC picture. They might, but I have a I have a stronger feeling that they're going to have him go into a program with either Shinsuke or AJ after Mania, um, and keep him on that SmackDown. Keep him on that SmackDown, bitch. But uh, they're doing a who who is in that random ass segment. On Raw? Where I think it was on Raw, where they're like, I hear there's going to be a superstar shakeup soon. I don't remember. I think it was Seamus, and he was complaining <laughs> about how they wanted better tag teams. Yeah, he wanted to get onto SmackDown. And then he was just like, there's going to be a shakeup soon. So, I mean, who knows what's They're gonna probably going to do that at Backlash, is my imagine. Because they're all going to be co-branded pay-per-views. Yeah, so honestly, that's what I think is going to happen, is that Backlash... Since Backlash is the, you know, Backlash is now what Payback used to be, which is the post-Mania, like, we see some Mania rematches as well as some new stories developing kind of pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So I think at Backlash is when they'll do the shake-up. They'll have blow-offs for a couple of feuds that are currently on the same brand, and then people will shake up and move brands. Um, finishing up Raw, uh uh, I think those are the main stories. We, we talked about Brock and Roman. We talked about the bar and the tag division. We talked about Strowman. We talked about Cena calling out Taker um, and getting Kane. Mark Henry is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That was announced. Ronda didn't show. Um, I think those are our main stories from the week. Um, um, I can't really. Uh, the women's division, Alexa Bliss. Is 
it's she, building up towards a feud with Nia. Nia for the which will be for the title at Mania. Yeah. Um. So we did see Nia again. She's looking strong uh-huh. and scary. Um. And uh, I think that's about it on Raw. Uh, SmackDown obviously opened up with Daniel Bryan. Uh, coming back, big speech. It was very tearful. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of chance. Uh, we got something with the U.S. title. I mean, this U.S. title. Yeah, is... I mean, ultimately they're just building towards a triple threat with Bobby Roode and Jinder Mahal. I guess. Gordon, yeah, it's it is what it is. It's probably one of the matches I'm least excited for at Mania. Yeah, uh, I do not care for Randy Orton. For anyone who's ever listened to this show, will know. Uh, specifically face Orton for me is what pisses me off because he's a great heel when he shows up to work he's a great heel and he's got one of the best senses of timing in all of wrestling like he can go from flat on his back looking like he's dead to hitting someone with the RKO at the perfect times but as a face he just falls flat and then there's you know Jinder who has fallen from being the champion to struggling to get into the U.S. championship picture. And then Rude, who's very talented, but it's just like... He's boring. A little bit. Just a tiny bit. His entrance is great. Like, I didn't watch any of his NXT run, so I'm sure he's... He had a great NXT run. But, like, all, all he's really done since coming up to the main roster is just have an entrance... And yeah, a weird little like kind of feud thing with Ziggler, kind of, and then like honestly, I think that that's what really fucked him. He's just up he's got no character. Starting off with Ziggler was kind of a weird thing. Also, Rude works better as a heel, but it is what it is. Uh, we got Charlotte facing Natalia for the millionth time. Although it was a solid match, these two always perform well together. Um, you know, they have chemistry, but it's just. We've seen it a lot. Uh, Carmella almost cash in, which I really strongly believe she's going to cash in at Mania now. Yeah. Um, I do think it would be very interesting to see her cash in and end Asuka's streak. Um, although, I personally, what I would rather see is Asuka keep her streak until next Mania and then lose it to, like, a debuting Ember Moon or somebody that somebody like knew that... Because Asuka's also not the youngest by any means. Yeah, no, she's like 35, 36. Something. something like that. So, like, you know, using it to put over someone younger, like a debuting Ember Moon or even like a Nikki Cross, somebody who comes up from NXT who's like the future of the women's division mm-hmm. would be nice to see her end it. Or even potentially Ronda, although Ronda is also not the youngest by any means. And so it's like she's going to make a lot of impact and, you know, make a lot of headlines, but. You almost wonder, is she there to be dominant for a short period of time and then start putting people over? Um, If Carmella ended it, it would be something. It would be interesting. Carmella is younger, too. uh, And she's talented on the mic. Uh, She's not an Alexa or a Charlotte, but she's, she's got mic skills. And she's gotten better in the ring. Maybe that would give her some sort of uh, establishment or an enhanced sense of... uh, um, prominence if she became women's champ by defeating Asuka quote unquote unquote what I think would be really fun is um, Alexa somehow manages to keep to win off Naya and is like barely alive after their fight and then Carmella cashes in and takes the belt off Alexa that would be very interesting and it would also since we're not going to have single brand pay-per-views anymore it would make things interesting because it would raise the question of, because we know at Money in the Bank, we are having a men's and a women's Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. but they're not branded. Yeah, I don't think so. They're, allegedly what's happening is is there is a men's where there'll be like probably three from each roster and a women's where they'll have three from each roster. So that would be a really interesting way of saying, oh, hey, by the way, from now on, no matter what brand you're on, you can use the Money in the Bank on a champion. Also, it's fun. Fun fact: We've never actually. Uh, hold on, I gotta do that. We've never actually officially established that the money in the bank can't be used on either brand either. So I don't think so. They so might that would have be, said like you're guaranteed a 
SmackDown Women's Championship match. Also, we like never that. actually heard them say that it has to be for the Universal or or WWE Championship, although I don't know who the fuck would cash their money in the bank for the U.S. title. But it would be crazy, wouldn't it? Would not. Like, if you saw, like, a U.S. Championship match going on, and then the person with the money in the bank briefcase came out and was just like, just so you know, I could take your title, too. Be fun. It'd be interesting. Definitely be different. Um... We also got uh, Bludgeon Brothers beating up the Usos. It was, I think, Jay versus Rowan or Harper. It was Harper versus Jay, I believe, was the match. Mm -hmm. Um, Ultimately, the Bludgeon Brothers get the win um, and then, you know, do more beating up. So they're definitely going to be in that match at Mania. Uh, And who knows? Maybe this is the Bludgeon Brothers getting their title shot. I love Harper. Rowan's just sort of there. I mean, he's another big boy. I do like when Harper gets him amped up by, like, smacking him in the face and stuff. It's kind of interesting. Um, but we haven't heard them speak. I almost hope they never let them speak. I uh, mean, they've kind of spoken on the video packages. And oh, right, where they're like, promos, which we is... are bludgeon. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> State Farm. And or, is not. Farmer's insurance. Um, yeah. We will smash. We will bludgeon. Like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to hear these two speak. Just have them beat up on people with their hammers. Um, And then the big thing was at the end of the show, Daniel Bryan fired Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who then went apeshit and demolished him. And he took some nasty bumps. Welcome back to active superstar status there, Daniel. Right. Quickly thrown back in. Yeah, he got he got a a power bomb. Although hardest part of of the ring bomb on the hardest on the hardest part of the ring, they they power bombed him. Uh, also, it's the hardest part. announce table spot. I mean, they got a lot of stuff in on him, and uh, that was SmackDown. Um, so our card for WrestleMania is starting to take shape. We obviously know that we're having a universal championship between Brock and uh, Roman. We have a WWE championship between AJ and Shinsuke. We have a women's championship between Charlotte and Asuka. We have most likely a women's championship versus Nia and Alexa Bliss. Most likely. We have the Intercontinental Championship triple threat between Miz, Balor, and Rollins. We have the U.S. Championship triple threat between Rude, I don't know if that's official. and Gender. I mean... This is what it's shaping up to sure. be. Nothing, these, most of these aren't confirmed, but this is what we're looking at. We have the two Royales, uh, yeah. men's and women's. We're going to have a Cruiserweight Championship, whether it's main card or pre-show. I hope it's main card for the Cruiserweight's sake. Uh-huh. Um, we have uh, the Ronda Rousey, Triple H, yeah. Stephanie, Kurt Angle, mixed tag. We probably will have some version of Bray and Matt again, but with the reincarnated Bray is my imagining. Because they I don't know what else the fuck you do with them at WrestleMania. Yeah. You have Tag Team Championship, The Bar versus Strowman. Mm-hmm. We have Tag Team Championship, which will probably be Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day versus Usos, or Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers. Uh-huh. That's 13 matches that, within re- within the realm of reason, we should expect those all to be on the card. There will probably be a couple of others that get thrown in. Um, I imagine they'll probably do on the kickoff show like a cruiserweight three on three, um, or there was the talk of them adding a new belt to the cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. That could happen at Mania. Um, yeah, we have eleven confirmed. Eleven confirmed. So the ones that are unconfirmed are probably the Bray and Matt, and then. I don't know. One of the other ones is probably not oh. confirmed. Yeah, it's Universal Champ, WWE Champ, Intercontinental Champ. You, the U.S. Champ is confirmed. Okay. Raw Women's, SmackDown Women's, Raw Tag. SmackDown Tag. Not SmackDown Tag. Oh, that's the other one that's not confirmed yet. Cruiserweight. It'll probably happen, though. Which is Cedric versus Mustafa. Huh, face on face. That would uh, be fun. Yeah, we'll probably get a three-on-three cruiserweight tag. We'll, we might that also. Uh, I mean, did you count Cena Taker? I did not. That's another one. So that's fourteen that within reason we can expect at Mania. 
It's going to be a big card with a lot of marquee stuff on it. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, any news? The only one I know off the top of my head and my phone is the recording device for today, so I can't look it up. Uh, Hulk Hogan has been talking with Confirmed WWE. In talks, yes. Uh, about teaching people to learn from his mistakes um, is the wording that they used about talking with them. I've noticed a sharp uptick in the last month or two in the amount of times that Hogan has been mentioned or shown in video packages. And for the Andre video that they showed on one of the Raws, I don't know if it was this week or last week, but recently they showed a promo for that HBO doc about Andre that's coming out WrestleMania weekend, and they showed a clip of Hulk talking. Mm. So, you know, we've seen and heard more of and well, about him. that's HBO. Right, but the fact that WWE showed a clip from it that featured Hogan. Yeah. They could have, they, you know who WWE could have easily gone to HBO and be like, we need a teaser without yeah, Hogan. Any clip without without the blonde I one. mean, they've, they've taken people out of the opening credit stuff for Raw like the day of a show before. So I know they could have easily done something about Hogan being in that clip. Um, any other wrestling news that you want to get into or worth mentioning? Oh, one last thing I do know of. Shut up, Nico. Friend of the show, Nico Alfonso, blowing up my phone. Friend of the show. Trying to use it to record, you dick. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have switched their Twitter names and removed any reference of WWE from their Twitters. Kevin uh-huh. Owens' account is now Kevin Steen, and his he swapped out the uh, cover photo and the uh, profile photo to just blackness. It's been that black for a while. Um, and removed any reference to WWE from the bio. Also, they've been removed from the active roster yeah, page put on, on the website. The veterans page for the website or something. Or the whatever. Alumni or whatever. Alumni, yeah. Former stars. Uh, and it's pretty interesting. You know, it's definitely. They're playing into the kayfabe hard on this. Which I'm fine with. I think it's cool, you know? Um. Let's see, according to Wrestling Observer News, Daniel Bryan will have to get impact testing after every match. Fair. I mean, you know, at least for a while, I think that it's a good call. You know what I mean? For the next couple months, when he has matches, do do tests on him. And then if he makes it three, six months, you know what I mean, without any problems... I think that at that point, maybe you test him once every month or two. You know what I mean? But I definitely... And that's another thing he got across in his speech was how grateful he was, but that he's not hes not mad at WWE for not letting him compete, even though he was, you know, cleared by other professionals. Because at the end of the day, they're looking out for themselves because they don't want a lawsuit or a dead wrestler on their hands. But they're also kind of looking out for him by being like, look, you had to retire because it got so bad. You couldn't even use your hands right. You know, you know the, it, it, clearly they're looking out for him. Um, your girl, Lillian Garcia, will return as guest ring announcer for WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Champion Chop! I love Lillian Garcia. She's the best. Um, Edge and Christian will induct uh, the Dudleys into the Hall of Fame. Nice. Uh, very appropriate. It would also be appropriate if the Hardys showed up out of character as just Matt and Jeff. Uh-huh. And not broken Matt and Brother Nero. Um, also, it would be just amazing if, as they were ducting into the Hall of Fame, Edge and Christian were like, hey, buddies, come here, give us a hug. And then Matt and Jeff snuck up from behind and tossed them off the stage through a table. It won't happen, but that would be the most appropriate way. And then all of them do that Hardy's dance that they do. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. We're like this. Any other uh, worthy bits of news? Um, Off the top of my head, I can't really think of too much to happen. And that. And that. And that. All of the top posts 
are dealing with Daniel Bryan coming back. So that's well, yeah. obviously everyone on the internet's losing their mind about it. The big news. Um, yeah, like we already mentioned, Big Cass is coming back. Or cleared to come back. Yeah, he's ahead of schedule. So, uh, a rumor has it that Joe is also ahead of schedule on his return um, from his uh, foot tissue injury. Um, and um, Dean is still months away. Which, I don't know what they're going to do with this whole Shield. The Shield reunion kind of got botched because of injury. Yeah. And illness. Um, you know, it it is what it is. I don't know what they're going to do about the Shield when they come back. Are they going to keep them as the Shield or... You know, Roman potentially will be champion, so it'll be weird. I did like from WrestleTalk TV, uh, I think it was Ollie Davis. Um, it was either him or Luke who fantasy booked uh, Roman joining up with Samoa Joe and the Usos to, to make a faction called The Family and run roughshod over WWE, especially post-brand split pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. I think that that could be a very interesting storyline. And, I mean, he's got the tools to be a heel. He's got he's gotten better on the microphone. Roman's not amazing, but he's gotten better on the microphone. And, clearly, a lot of the crowd fucking hates him right now. And I think that it's unfair to hate him. It's fair to be frustrated at his push, but I don't think it's fair to hate him. He's, he's a good performer. We saw him at Extreme Rules with AJ. That match was great. But he's clearly got heat. Just turn him heel, you know? I think that's not a bad call. Well, if there's no more news, Bob, we'll go ahead and wrap this shit up. I don't think I got nothing to share. All right, everybody, you can follow Bob and I on Twitter and Facebook at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. For now, uh, make sure to to follow us because we post whenever we go to live wrestling events. And if you hit us up with a question on Twitter, we'll read it on the show. Uh, you can also follow Bob on his social media at Bob Thackety. That's or, true. Or Soldier Scuzzy on Instagram. All on Instagram, though. And you can follow me on social media at CBPointExture. Anyway, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Small Package Show. Hit it with it, Bob. It's Small Package. Tonight.